Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. That was a long time of coming. He's frozen. Yeah, that was a long time. Who's frozen? Hard work. That Hard movie? Hard work. Yep, yep. All right, Mr. Craig. Who do we have here today? Mr. David Seagraves from Farmers Insurance. Ooh, One of uh, the big F. The big F. <laughs> the F-bomb you can drop anywhere. That's right. That's right. Yep, yep. Well, welcome to the insurance dudes. Uh, yeah. I'd say, why don't we start with a little uh, round of speed speed breakers? Speed breakers, and then I can't wait to ask what the first concert was. Which David already kind of said he's got he's got a bomb for us. So let's no, start with speed. The breakers, one he said is not the one. Ahead. He said, "Yeah, no, that wasn't actually the one. one. That was a red herring." Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. All I'm right, excited. Uh, speed breakers. Let me pull it up. Are you ready? Put the put the uh, timer on. Okay. And have you ever had a mullet? No. First crush. Eighth grade. M- most embarrassing thing your mom ever caught you doing. You know. F- fastest speed ever dri- <laughs> ever driven. Ninety five. Favorite cereal. Uh, fruity pebbles. How many kids? One. Have you made cry? You got to wait till the end, please. <laughs> Too many. Count Chocula or Count Dracula? Both. Fastest mile? Ooh. Maybe 610. Correct. Nice. Favorite flavor? Chocolate. Also correct. Dogs or cats? I plead the fifth. Tacos or burritos? <laughs> Tacos. So that means it was cats, Trump or Biden. You don't <laughs> have to answer, answer that one, one either. Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, welcome. And you did you did uh, win on Speed Breakers. So great job. Great oh, good. job. That's my we goal did get a cat. <laughs> the studio audience is just enamored with David Seagraves. And we just started. That is unbelievable. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into what I am so curious about, which is David. What was your first concert? Go all the way back. Well, now it's going to be so anticlimactic. But my dad took me to ACDC on my twelfth birthday. Oh, that is not anti. That is that. No, that is, that is great. What? What? Uh, what uh, tour was that? Um, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> know. Really like- it was well okay so it was in 2000 and 2002 nice yeah that is awesome on and he said the only reason why he took me was because they came to town on my birthday oh that's phenomenal that is a good dad right there that's right it is you're darn tootin ah. Do do you still have the shirt i'm sure you got a shirt I did get a shirt, and I got a really giant shirt, um, and it's somewhere. I can't remember where it is. It might even That's still be awful. at my parents' house. Up, oh, look at Craig. Well, I don't, That's the producer, that. not me. That's actually no ACDC. Is actually just backstage. Yeah. <laughs> my 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 first concert was Michael Jackson, and it was on my birthday as well. It was on my ninth birthday. And she t- only took me to that because the same thing. It's a birthday. 
and I still have the shirt. It's got some holes in it because I did start wearing it again. I actually wore it to Michael Jackson's house at one point. That's another story. So anyways, David, let's go back from ACDC to now at the big F. Tell us about that journey. That was a fun journey. Uh, well, I actually went to school to be a pilot. No uh, way. That yeah, makes so sense. I, I can see pilot. that. I have my pilot's license, but uh, mm-hmm. I decided I want to be a dad and a husband more. So, uh, you know, I wanted to fly big old airplanes and flying big airplanes uh, requires you to be away from home for three, four days at a time. So uh, before I graduated, I decided to kind of change to air traffic control instead of instead of piloting. I didn't go down that route. Uh, worked for Frontier for about four years and then had to leave the aviation industry for stupid regulations we won't get into here. Uh, so then I ran a restaurant for three years. And then um, I realized very quickly that I didn't want to do that uh, unless it was my own restaurant. Mm. And luckily now I'm here. You got out of that. Yes. <laughs> That's great. But I'll tell you one thing, man, because I, I did the same thing for like 10 years. I worked in uh, bars and restaurants. There is no better place to to learn communication. Oh, I mean, it's incredible. Um, Wow. So I want to know what was the most interesting part about working as in the uh, airline business? What was like, what was that like? I mean, it was my favorite job. I, had and probably will ever have um if i could go back i would i would i don't know that i would at this point because i like what i'm doing now yeah Um, (laughs) but the benefits were were probably the best so i for a time being for for about four months i worked for a very small airline in idaho and every other week i would fly home to colorado just because i could and um, i was a dispatcher at the time and as a dispatcher you get to sit up front so that was probably my favorite part is being able to fly up front. I got to fly up front a few times to go visit my brother in Philly. Um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's always what I wanted to do was fly an airplane. Right. So that's so cool. That was, that was my as favorite a, part probably. And as a dispatcher, what would, what would your day look like? I wouldn't even know. What does that entail? So dispatcher is like a pilot on the ground. That's kind of what I describe a dispatcher to be. So they're doing the flight plans. They're, um, looking at maintenance and all kinds of stuff to, to make sure that that flight is, you know, safe to go. Um, kind of the eyes on the ground for the pilot as he's flying. Cause you can only see what's out in front of you and it's a whole lot of sky. So. Wow. That is incredible. Yeah. So, so I want to know, so you're working in a restaurant. What got you into insurance? There, I love the backgrounds. Everybody has such a cool story. So that mm-hmm. has been probably one of the coolest. Cause uh, yeah. Everybody wants, every little boy wants to be a pilot at some point, right? Sure. Um, yeah. Um, so how did you, how did you get into it? Yeah. So I, uh, so I think when I really realized uh, what path I wanted to take after aviation was done, um, you know, I was, I was working in the, in the restaurant and I realized that I definitely didn't want to manage a bit. Bu- I wanted to manage a business, I thought, or, or get into sales somehow. Um, but Oh, wow. The sun is coming in right at the wrong angle. <laughs> um, Just put, I, down your, put down your sun visor. You know uh, yeah, there is no sun visor. 
I'll oh. just do this. Your office it's literally perfect. comes right through the blinds right now. If we were actually on time, this wouldn't have happened. Mine, mine um, is about right. to do it. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, uh, I decided I want to go into sales and I was like, well, how about food distribution? Right. Cause that's the most close sales that there was. And I applied a few places and they all wanted experience and I didn't have any sales experience. So, um, then I was like, well, what can I do in sales that doesn't need experience? So it was like, okay, real estate, mortgages mm. or insurance. And when <laughs> I told my wife about those three things, she said, well, insurance has a base salary. I like safe. And then I opened an agency a year later, which is not safe. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no. From scratch, you did? Uh, no, I bought an agency. So Farmers has this cool program called the Protege Program. So I actually worked under an agent um, for about a year and a half, a year and three months. And then I bought an agency last September. I actually started the same time George did. Oh, same cool. Month. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, Crazy. So what, what did you learn at the other agency as you were opening your new agency? What were some of the big takeaways that you learned from, from a veteran? Uh, you got to track, track your numbers, keep score. Winners keep score. Um, constant training and just yeah. make sure you have a process. I mean, to me, those are the three, the three keys to being yeah. successful. There's, there's other things, but um, I would say definitely even in the last six months, those are probably the, three biggest things that I have changed in my agency and that have really created my success over the last few months. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so walk me through the first, the first day, the first month, like what happened? You walked in the door, you're the new boss. Were the, was there staff? Uh, yeah. Farmers or requires you to have one, a licensed producer. So, or at least they did. I'm pretty sure they do now still. Um, I was a kid in the candy shop. I, you know, I wanted to do everything and even more. Um, and so, I, you know, you go and try and you spend money and, but I didn't know what I was doing at all. Right. You never know what you're doing right off the bat. So, um, I mean, that's what it was. I, I tried a bunch of things and they didn't work. And then you slowly learn and you slowly take away and keep, keep hustling, keep grinding. And eventually stuff sticks to the wall. Love it. Love it. And what were your... What were you doing? Um, so you're, you come out of the gates. I, 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 and I, you know, we've known each other probably since you started, right? <laughs> so, um, right around that time. Oh, well, so it was September of Oh, September of 19. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and so take us through, I mean, what a crazy time to come into, uh, owning an agency. You're learning this stuff as you go the first few months and, 2020 is exciting. It's we're starting yes. off with the best economy ever. And then boom, right? So take us through that journey and how you pivoted and were able to continue success. Sure. So uh, back when I was working under that agent with the, in the protege program, I, I, you know, I, I like to say that I was playing insurance agent. Um, <laughs> I wasn't really an insurance agent at that point. All I wanted to do is go and network and because that's the fun part go drink beer after work and meet people right so um yeah. that's what i did uh i learned very i mean i i didn't learn fast enough but i learned that that um by about nine months into owning my own agency that that was not that was not something that i could do and then covid came and that was honestly i couldn't anymore so um 
I would say those are the biggest differences between my first nine months and the last, you know, eight months have been, okay, get your ass in the seat and get on the yeah. phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were your prospecting efforts before and after? How, how has that changed? And, and, um, yeah, like what, gosh, that had to, that it had to be scary changed. too. Yeah, it hasn't changed a whole lot. I don't, nothing scary. I mean, it is, but if you, if you're scared, you're not doing anything. If you're scared, you're shaking in your boots and you're not moving forward. So, um, if I'm scared, I'm scared for five minutes and then I move on because mm. that doesn't help. Um, right. so, um, I mean, my, my prospecting efforts were similar. I mean, it, you buy live transfers, you buy internet leads, you talk to people in hopes that they, want to talk to you. Um, but there was no, there was no focus. There was no, there was no focus. And now there's a focus. I hope, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what I want to know too, being as an agent working for another agent, you now are wearing the owner hat and in going into this. Um, talk about like what you learned as, as working more on the floor for an agent. And now you're working for an agent and yourself. How are you pivoting at this point? Um, you know, I, I every everybody runs their agency differently. I, I don't I don't know if this is going to answer your question either. But everybody runs their agency differently. Um, I I think the biggest pivot for me was knowing what not to do. I, I learned more what not to do, um, and really have a plan. I mean, that's. That's the key. You just have to have a plan and the plan's going to change. Um, but have a plan and go do it. The, um, I, I don't really, No, I don't know that there was a whole lot of pivot other than that. That's no, that's huge. Right. And, and something right in the middle of that, which is um, be ready for it to change, you know, because that is going to happen. Um, I still struggle with that sometimes because I try to get, I'm, I'm, my mind is always over in a million directions as it is right now, as I'm talking. Um, but so you try to get organized. I'll try to get organized, lay it out. And then of course the chaos happens and you know, you've got to put, you've got to set yourself up to be ready for that and then accept it. Right. Because you set the schedule and then it blows up. It's easy to get derailed and, and blow up with the schedule if, if you're not prepared for that. And I think that that's really, really huge. Um, you know, your awareness of that. So I want to acknowledge that. It's just like having a budget, right? Everybody thinks a budget is like January through December. This is how much I'm going to spend. Right. And then, and then come March <gasps> comes and you're like, oh, wait, what? or whatever your washer breaks or your water heater breaks. And now you're out two grand and it's like, okay, well, there goes my budget. Okay. Time to move on. Life still goes on. Right. Right. Nobody cares that your water heater broke. Sorry. Hence the reason why 2020 didn't affect you much is because your your mindset is just I I'm constantly pivoting to make right, it 20, work. 2020 was the best thing for me because I am not playing insurance agent anymore. Right. I'm sitting down and doing it. Go figure yep. out what works and stop complaining. Yeah. I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook <laughs> and those groups that everybody complains about. I love Facebook because right. there's great groups out there, but God, there's one that I, that somebody asked me to join the other day and it's all just complaining. 
shut up, stop complaining and go do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That's tough. And, and getting caught up in that kind of negativity will just bring you down because it's easy to jump in. Right. And, right. and just start. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. That happens. And then all of a sudden you're down the rabbit hole of, of, te- of toxic. My, since I left the aviation industry, it has truly, my mindset has done a giant shift. Um, and it's, I live my life and nobody else does. And how am I going to live my life? Half full, you know, crap happens and yeah. you know, stuff hits the fan and you live in it. It's healthy to live in it and be negative for a moment because that's what you do. That's what we're hardwired to do. But take that negativity and what good happened out of it. What did I learn from this experience? I even take the most darkest times you can think of. And there's, you know, somebody, God forbid, somebody dies in your family and there's a positive in that, you know, they're no longer suffering or, or, you know, I, now I get to go see my family or, you know, we all get to mourn together. There's always something good that happens in Mm -hmm. everything in life. And why, why live in the negative? That's no fun. And again, it's just like being scared that doesn't help you progress. Yeah. Why do you think people go there? Why is it so much easier? Yeah. But what makes it easier? Uh, it's easy to complain because that's yeah. it's it is you, if you don't need to grow. I, I mean, let me let me think about how to answer that. Um, if I don't need to work, people, it's easy because it's no work. There's no work in complaining. There's no work totally. in in not getting better. Right. Learning. I agree. You're justifying. You're justifying your. Uh, loss right just right uh it sucks my staff sucks this is the right. worst right and, internet and so- leads suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> internet leads suck Never craig and i were just talking about that like any kind of growth there there there's a uh part of being uncomfortable so it's it's hard to be uncomfortable every day you know when you are trying to grow it's hard that's why people don't work out that much you know, or, or it is hard to get on that routine because it's, you know, it's tough and you get sore the next day, then it's hard to keep going. You know, it, right. it's being uncomfortable, the uncomfortable, if you're uncomfortable, it means you're out of your comfort zone. Well, good one. Good yeah. one Jason. <laughs> I mean, obvious, right? <laughs> well, and you have to do it across all of the different areas of, of your life, right? It's not just, okay, in business, I have to get uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's working out, right? So my, my physical, I have to get uncomfortable, mental, spiritual, whatever, all of these, you know, with my family have sometimes, you know, you get home, you're tired, something comes up with your spouse and you're like, nah, I don't even want to deal with that. So you, you just let it go. Cause you don't want to get uncomfortable with that and have the conversation. And it's, if it's very easy to get down that slippery slope of just letting the stuff go in all the areas. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden it just, so just, Uh, so I I actually, uh, there was a pontificating. I'm, I'm with, uh, I I, I think you guys have, you've actually had them on the podcast. Um, the, the, um, RPOA, Jeremy Olson and and Kristen Isaacson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, They were giant key to my success over the last few months. They were the ones that have helped me, get my process down my framework if you will that's kind of what i call it um but they recently had weldon long i don't know if you've heard weldon long on the on the before Weldon Long's one of those one of those guys that like motivational speaker um uh 
but he had this saying that he, he he's read a few times um like nietzsche said it um and it's in the bible but uh we attract that which we fear like that to me is so key right your thoughts determine what you're gonna do mm. who's who is this person his name's weldon long mm-hmm. what is he he's like a sales coach motivational speaker guy he wrote wow. a book called power of the power of consistency that's what i'm reading right now oh cool but his his whole thing is about um your thoughts everything starts with your thoughts um your thoughts create your emotions which create your actions which turn into your results so what you're thinking right now is going to determine what you're going to do tomorrow period yeah those thoughts floating around in your brain are how your how your results are going to show I was literally just talking to my wife about that and she hates it when I talk about any of this kind of stuff. So Esoteric so Yeah. Like trying to work on, like if I bring up anything about like, Oh, you know, something about meditating or, or you control, you can control that. It's like, I, listen, I'm not on your stupid podcast. Like <laughs> that's what my wife, my literally. wife goes, you're not selling me insurance right now. So shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's the same that's so funny. But I was, th- I mean, that's what the conversation was about. It was like, literally the only person that you're wrestling with is yourself. Like, right. I, I mean, the difference between like, if Donald Trump started over again, I know he's a little, he's a little uh, controversial these days, but regardless, he could probably get back to where he was wealth wise. Right. If he started from zero because he's been there, he's seen it, he's done it. There's a clear path. There's nothing stopping him from thinking like, oh, I can't do this mm-hmm. because he's done it. So he would get back there. Now, if I started from nothing, I couldn't get to his point or could I, I could, if I truly believe, like I'm literally, I can only be stopped by the things that I believe I can or can't do. Right. Yeah. And so we had that. Yeah, that was it. It was like, I don't even want to talk to you about any of this stupid self-limiting beliefs, right? right. you, You can, or you can't. You are never yep. going to exceed what you believe, but you can certainly fall short if you don't believe it. Yes. 100%. Yeah. So that, like that's, that. that's, been, <laughs> that's been key to me is just that mindset of positivity. And, you know, I, I'm living my life for me and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And the results come from whatever you want to do. So yeah. do or do not. There that's is not. no try. That's right. Who is yeah. that that said that? I don't know. I can't remember. It's a movie, They're right? Blue is it like a blue guy, right? Yeah, it's blue. <laughs> Avatar. Was it from Avatar? Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't want That's Lucas awesome. to come and get us for mentioning anything. So, <laughs> yeah, no what? trademarks. To be continue. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will it's live and it will show you the process the entire process Mm. super awesome Mm. i love it let's do it let's do it sign up right now live.teledudes.com
live.deladudes.com. That's live.deladudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. Craig, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to be awesome. And it's a it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents. This is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.